Hello and welcome to the Hey Mama podcast. Supporting women to make soul-centered and heart-driven decisions in motherhood. Going back to basics, changing our stories and trusting ourselves. I'm Emily. And I'm Annabelle. Hey Hey, Mama. Mama. Welcome to today's episode. Thank you so much for joining us. Today we are chatting with body positive mama of three crazy busy boys, Diana. So Diana works with women to transform the way they feel about themselves and their bodies by helping them connect to their soul essence. She also runs women's circles and writes meditations. And we are really excited to talk about all things body image, especially when it comes to postpartum. So welcome. Thank you, Em. Thank you, Annabelle. This is so cool (laughs) that I get to talk to you. Yay! Yay! <laughs> no, we're really excited because I think that this is something that a lot of mums really do relate to, um, the changes that happen with our body and perhaps, you know, we don't get a platform to talk about it so much. Um, so, yeah, do you want to just add on to my intro and maybe talk about your own journey and what kind of led you to doing this work yeah I'd love to so I have um I'm a hypnobirthing teacher and I have been teaching and helping women empowering women with their births for over 10 years and just absolutely loved it loved seeing women transform from you know, feeling really, really fearful about giving birth to then feeling like, I've got this, you know, I'm looking forward to it, I'm going to rock it. And that was just, Mm. it was such a big thing for me. Um, I've had three babies myself and I've had them all using hypnobirthing. And I just love that, empowering women. And because I empowered myself. But then I realized after I'd had my babies and I realized I wasn't having any more, that there was this massive void (laughs) that the conversation that people just don't talk about not even in hypnobirthing and prepping you for birth and becoming a mom is that the massive radical change that's going to happen um, externally and physically with your body because I mean unless we know people who have had kids and who are really stable within themselves and the not trying to hide their postpartum bodies we don't really have any models you know there's nothing to there's nothing for people to aspire to and go that's normal you know having loose skin on your tummy and you know rocking a bikini I just I wasn't seeing it and I was thinking there's something really wrong here because I'm going to start from the beginning. (laughs) When I, um, I I was going on a holiday and I've had my babies. Um, I haven't worn a bikini in, well, since I had my first one, I think. And I've been doing, I've been working out. I was feeling pretty confident about my body. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to get into a bikini. I'm just going to rock it. I feel like I can rock a bikini. (laughs) So off I went and I went into the, I went into um, a shop and I was going to buy myself my holiday bikini. And I had maybe 20 bikinis that I like the look of. And I'd, I was always really used to wearing one pieces. And I tried on my first bikini 
and I just stared at myself in the mirror and I felt myself getting really, really hot. <laughs> I felt my, my heartbeat starting to get really, really fast. And the woman, <laughs> the beautiful woman, bless her, who was passing me all these bikinis was like, are you all right, love? Are you okay? Do you want to show me? And I was just, I was just silent. I was just starting to panic and I could feel this wave of anxiety coming over me as I looked at myself in this bikini because it was like wearing a bikini was going to be like I was going to be seen. I was going to be seen in a public place looking the way I did. And the way that I felt about myself, you know, externally I'd tell myself, oh, of course, you know, your body doesn't look the same. Of course, you've got stretch marks. Of course, you've got loose skin on your belly. You've had three babies. It was very logical. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. But inside, I was, I was having a meltdown. Like I was having a real panic attack. And the woman, the woman who was handing me bikinis was starting to tell me all these things about mindset and how I've got this beautiful body and I can rock this bikini. And I was just like, I can't believe the saleswoman is telling me about mindset when this is what I do for a living. <laughs> and what the hell does this say about me? I was just having, it was a, it was a moment. It was a real moment, but it was a turning point. So I got in my car and I drove home and I was like, what the hell just happened? I didn't buy a bikini. I was just like, what the hell has just happened? And I just had to sit with that feeling, you know, of just feeling really disgusting, of feeling really uncomfortable about, you know, this, <laughs> this overwhelming feeling to just run away and hide my body and never be seen again for the rest of my life because you know why would I want to put anybody through that you know this looking at this disgusting tummy and horrible really really horrible horrible thoughts that all came up all at once and it was so big and it was so overwhelming that I was like well this has come up for a reason and it was just, you know, you have these moments in your life where you're just like, this is going to change everything from here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> everything will be different from this point. Yeah. And I was it. That was it. I was like, this is my mission. I'm, if I'm feeling like this and outwardly I'm, you know, I'm okay about my body. I feel all right. But internally I'm having a panic attack in a changing room. Then others must be feeling like this too. And what am I going to do about it? So that was the beginning. That was the beginning of the journey. And I had just finished training um, in doing something called Psych K, which not many people have heard of, but it's like very, very, very powerful. I guess it would fall under the, um, the bracket of energy psychology. So it's using energy work and it's using psychology and it's using the subconscious and the superconscious. And I can't even explain to you very eloquently why it works, but what it does do is it completely reframes your perception. So when I looked in the mirror, I did something called a relationship balance with myself. Um, which is one of the balances that I do in Psyche. And I 
became what we call whole-brained about my body reflection. And to put that really simply, what that means is that when you become really stressed about something, you know, you've got your left and your right hemispheres of your brain. And what happens when you become really stressed about something, it's normally because you've over-identified with either the left or the right hemisphere. And what you need for balance is to be whole-brained. You need to be able to access both hemispheres to process information. So the Psyche balance is about bringing you back into that whole brain state where you are balanced about what it is that you are viewing. And so I became whole-brained about my body in my reflection. And my stress just went from probably an 11 right down to about a one or a two. And then what we do in Psyche is we give ourselves an action step. So you've got to, you've done work on a subconscious level that you need then to have the, the conscious part of your brain, the part of you that's um, in charge of your brain like 5% of the time, um, come to the party and join in. So my action step was something that I could do to bring the whole balance to completion. And my action step was to go buy that bikini or at least try it on, look in the mirror and not hate what I was looking at. So I did. Went to another shop, didn't go back to that one because I was just like <laughs> mortified to go back. <laughs> I had like a hundred bikinis on the floor when I left. Went to a different shop. <laughs> tried on this you know it wasn't a hiding bikini it was a bright red bikini it was like this is me I am here and this is who I am stretch marks loose skin everything this is me and this is who I am and I did it I tried on this bikini and I was like yeah I'm okay my body wasn't having that same massive stress reaction that it was you know the first time around and I just built on it from there. And I was like, if I can do this, then I can buy the bikini. And if I can buy the bikini, I can wear the bikini. And if I can wear the bikini, then I can start to inspire others to do the same. And that was the start. That was the start mm -hmm. of it. And I can honestly say, hand on heart, this has changed everything. It's changed the way that I show up when I get into the shower and my kids are around, I'm not hiding and I'm not, you know, with my husband, I'm not, you know, let's not have sex with the lights off all the time. Let's, you know, I want you to see, I want you to see my body. I love my body. And it's all I can tell you. It's like, it's freedom. That's mm. what it's like. It's like a freedom. So since then, that's it. I've just been, have just hit the ground running I was just like right because I write meditations as well I write affirmations which is another way of you know accessing the subconscious and making belief changes so I wrote affirmations about body positivity stuck them up on YouTube trying to share them with as many people as possible and I started running women's circles so the last one that I did was actually on the weekend and um, it was just phenomenal. Women feeling safe enough to open up about how they really feel about themselves in a really safe, contained space. And just knowing that the brain, the brain is designed to keep us safe. So if it, 
senses any kind of threat to its safety and its survival, it will tell you to stop what you're doing automatically. And that's what we do. We cover up. We think that we're in actual physical danger because we feel uncomfortable about showing our bodies. So we cover up, we hide, we try, you know, every diet known to man. We go to the gym, we punish our bodies. We do whatever we can to stop that message from the brain telling us that we're not good enough the way that we are. So yeah, it's 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 massive, and as you can probably tell from how I'm talking, I'm so passionate about it because yeah. so many women are just living. They're not buying the bikinis, you know. They're staying covered up. They're not. They're thinking something's wrong with them because their bodies are not what we see in on Instagram, and they're not what we see on in magazines, and. You know, it's not the image that we are being shown. You have to really look for those images. I've got. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, just to share a little mm. bit of my experience. So um, it's just interesting is all. Like, so I actually probably in my third trimester, I didn't have a lot of room. <laughs> and it was really a struggle to eat. Like I would, um, you know, eat one third of what I would normally eat. Like there was no room. I would have a big plate ready to like how in. No, I couldn't. Like I couldn't finish it at all. And so I would say I lost weight. I never weighed myself and I never weighed myself mm. in pregnancy. Um, and postpartum, like as soon as my baby was born, my like everything shrunk it shrunk right back down. And they were like, whoa, like it's just shrunk. It's gone. <laughs> like Everything's gone back down really quickly. And so I didn't have the experience of, um, you know, having all of this loose skin and all of those things. I had, I have stretch marks, but that was also mm -hmm. from puberty. Um, and that, of course, body image, right? That definitely was a journey as well. But I still had lots of comments so a lot of comments on my body about like, oh, wow, you look amazing or you don't even look like you had a baby or um, like you look so good. You've like lost so much weight. And I'm just thinking that is so not even something I want to be hearing. Like it's so not, I felt the depletion. I felt, I still felt disconnected from my body as well, but because it wasn't, I, I, it's just all this attention mm -hmm. on our bodies. And I'm like, stop, <laughs> stop. And it was summer. So I'm not like wearing like yeah. peak of summer. And so like, yeah, we can be how it looks for sure can be a struggle, but also how it feels and your connection to it. That's important mm. as well. So Absolutely. It's, it's, it's mental, I, right? It's, so it's all different mental as well, you know, and, and that's the comparison thing that's so, so harmful. Mm is because, you know, for me personally, I, do, I don't have that thing where I have a baby and then like a month later I'm back to normal. <laughs> for me, it takes a solid mm. year, right? A solid year at least. And then I feel like, oh, yeah, I'm kind of fitting back into my clothes. And, and the way that my body was as well is that I, I'm naturally very petite and small. 
but I had these enormous babies. <laughs> I had these huge babies, like my third, my third one. You know, he was almost five kgs. Like he was big. And my wow. stomach, it was, it hurt. You know, I remember my last few days and he went over as well. But my last few days, I couldn't even touch my my belly because it was so sore and so sensitive, mm-hmm. just that touch because my, my skin had been stretched to its capacity. And um, yeah, and I put on at least with, you know, with each pregnancy, um, it must, I mean, I didn't even weigh myself because I had a, I had a private midwife and she was like, I don't weigh my women. That's just, that's just not what I do. I don't focus on it. And I was grateful for that because I didn't really care to be oh. honest, but I, I think it must've been 20 kgs plus with each pregnancy I put on. So there was a big difference between, uh, you know, mm. what I look like pregnant, what I look like postpartum, what I look like normal. And I did that three times. So my body has been really, you know, to its limits stretched (laughs) but you know I would naturally because we do look at other women who had had babies and I'd be like oh my god like nothing's Mm. it's like nothing happened but that's almost like like what you said Mm. it's like that's kind of praised yeah you you did so well and it's like it is that's just the way that your body just processes pregnancy and you know postpartum that's just normal for you but normal for someone else could be Mm. something really different and I think if we if we expect our bodies to be exactly like you know our best friends it's always we're always going to come up short because that we're so unique and we're so different and yeah yeah yeah, I think that that's right. There is just a lot of obviously comparison between mothers for sure, and there's just a lot of focus on the postpartum mm-hmm. body and not a lot of support for the women with them yes, who have already got so Which much weird. going on, you know, in yeah. the motherhood experience that it's actually probably it's not really their main focus. Well, I don't know. I can't, I can't speak for women. Um, but for me personally, I wasn't, that wasn't my focus, getting my body back. I was just so consumed with this baby and, you know, the, the massive shock and transition, especially the first one that you go through when you have a baby, <laughs> you're in that state of shock. And I think that takes a while to process. You've got to process the birth. You've got to process your new identity as a mum, and body image on top of that it's a lot it's Mm. it's a lot it's huge and then you have your six-week checkup and they're Mm -hmm. like all right you're good and you're like huh (laughs) you're like what do you mean yeah (laughs) I'm all good I don't feel all good like (laughs) so yeah you obviously help women navigate this because you help yourself so you know um, what would what would you recommend for someone going oh, through it? You know, I'm I'm. Put- I know that's loaded, but <laughs> um, <laughs> I would I would you know first thing that I would do if especially if you spend a lot of time on your phone scrolling, you know, especially if you are mm. and you know when you're breastfeeding and you're sitting at home, sometimes that is what you do. So if you are that person, the first thing that I would do is go and follow people who promote normal bodies, um, body positive accounts. And there are 
thousands. And that, you know, the same way that when I was pregnant and I wanted to have this particular birth that I wanted, I would just put myself in that bubble and only watch positive births. And I would only watch um, hypnobirths. And that's how I programmed my mind to feel like that was the norm. Um, in that same way, I would then put yourself in this postpartum bubble and only look at those Instagram accounts that are promoting real images of bodies and, you know, just celebrating normal bodies. And that's everything, you know, whether that's from really thin to really fat to really hairy to really wrinkly to, you know, all of it, cellulite, stretch marks all of it we have been programmed as a society to look a certain way and if we don't look that certain way it's we're shamed mm. so and that that is a horrible program that is out in society in general but it's up to us to really take that responsibility to look after ourselves and break that mold and go that's not everybody's normal because we're all so different mm. we're all so unique and when you're following people on instagram who are rocking their bodies and they're not looking like supermodels then that kind of gives you that sense of oh i'm i'm okay you know this is i'm going to celebrate who i am because that is my new normal it's it's not the supermodel it's the regular body <laughs> and just surround yourself with that I did a I did a body positivity circle the last circle I did with um, the beautiful Beck Woods who's a woman's photographer and we did a circle together where I would do the mindset stuff and then the women would they took their clothes off they're wearing their underwear and they were wearing their favorite set of underwear. We didn't make them all dress the same because we wanted them to embrace their uniqueness. Mm. So they all dressed in their own underwear. And then we cranked up the music. We did all the mindset stuff, you know, coming back into the body. And we took photos. Well, Beck took photos of them. And I jumped in there as well. And the, the images that came out, they're jaw-dropping like if you look on my Instagram you'll see them mm. and they're jaw-dropping they're normal bodies we got them to write the word worthy on the parts of their bodies that they were most self-conscious about and then we took photos of them writing on each other and then of them just posing with that word worthy on the part of their body and they're just I mean they're beautiful they're absolutely jaw-droppingly stunningly beautiful and none of these women were the you know what you call like the perfect supermodel none of them they were just normal <laughs> they were normal women some of them have had children some of them haven't you know some of them older some of them younger but it's that celebration of you being you and you feeling happy in your own skin it's so beautiful the when when we were taking our clothes off, when we were getting ready to do the photo shoot, it was this kind of, everyone was looking at each other. They wanted bathroom breaks. They wanted to, you know, they were just, you know, prolonging about taking the clothes off. But as soon as one person did it, and then yeah. we were looking at each other's bodies. And as soon as one person did it, then the other person does it. And then we all looking and we're like, oh my gosh, what were we worried yeah. about? It's just, 
we're just beautiful. All of us, we're just beautiful as we are. There was no judgment. It was just there was a real loving vibe and it was liberating. Mm. I think that's it as well is that um, it's like what you were saying about following people who mm. are sharing it and seeing mm. images of women who who were just real. And um, it's the fact that we don't actually see that. And then when we do see it, so I know from my experience, I've done quite a bit of um, women's nude yoga. Mm-hmm. And in those classes, it it's actually so freeing. And it's like you almost take a big sigh of relief yes. when the women take their clothes off and you look around and you're like, wow, like we're just the same and we have all the same things. And I know that when I first started doing it, I was actually looking around the room and, you know, um, you guys probably know Rosie who runs them. She's a beautiful friend of mine. And Mm -hmm. I remember her saying, look, you know, look at other women. It's okay for you to look while you're in the class. Don't feel ashamed to be looking at other bodies. Like it's a huge part of it because, you know, we don't have the opportunity to do this. And I remember I would be looking around and then I would be in absolute awe of the beauty of every single woman, right? And I'd look at this woman and think, mm. wow, she's gorgeous. She's stunning. Like look at her beautiful legs or her breasts or whatever it might be. That yes. just was gorgeous. But then I realized I'm not doing the same for myself. Like mm-hmm. I'm looking at all these women and they're so different. And yes, some of them were bigger than me and some of them were smaller than me, yeah. but all of them I thought were absolutely beautiful. beautiful. Yet I wasn't giving that to myself. And that was a huge realization where I'm like, okay, I can see it in other people and now I need to see it in myself. Yeah. And just having that moment mm. where you realize that that's so powerful mm. and it's so freeing as well that and, you know, as well, like when I walk along the beach now and I'm wearing my bikini and I just full on feel like I feel so comfortable in my skin now. And I look at other women who are, you know, all different sizes and they're rocking their bikini and it's like, good. I'm just like, I want to go and high five them. <laughs> I yeah. want to go and celebrate with them. So I'm like, yes, this is what we need. This is what we need. This is normal. And it's just you know that like I said the brain tells us a very different message to our soul and this last um circle that I did on the weekend uh, was called body and soul reconnection and what I got them to do was think about all the horrible things that they'd said about their bodies and write those things down like you know they might have been in a changing room or they might have been comparing themselves to someone else to write them down and I said this is what your head thinks remembering that your head is designed and programmed to keep you safe in survival mode and then I got them to put their hand on their hearts and just close their eyes and just access that heart that soul and then say what does your soul what's the message from your soul about your body and it was just like it was a completely different message it was just like you're beautiful you are just perfect the way you are like it's I, the, the brain is very it's very tricky you know it, it really does play a lot of tricks on us but the heart is your truth the heart is your soul and that will always tell you the truth there's such mm. a big transformation there from going from your head down into your body and connecting with your heart and you know what is your soul telling you about your body 
it's a good thing to try <laughs> a good thing to try actually yeah that's so gorgeous and so true you already like even just hearing you speak you know Yes. <sighs> like that it feels like that yes, like a breath out nice. you know <laughs> like you're like yes like what is my heart saying and you you know of course you're so right about Instagram or wherever you're scrolling and getting your mental images you know it's heavily curated that's so it. trick it <laughs> trick the algorithm and find the people and like their stuff and share their stuff and yeah. Save their things yeah. so that you're constantly being shown it's so that important positive to overwhelm stuff. your brain actually because that is that is a way mm. of reprogramming my hypnotherapist. So that's how I think yeah. as well. It's like what are the programs that you're you're currently running on on autopilot? It's like if I don't look like that, then I am this, you know. And it's like these little baby steps of you know, like you said, following the women on Instagram getting those messages bombarded on your phone over and over and over and over again, that is then reprogramming your brain of this is normal. This is the new normal. I'm going to celebrate my body for exactly everything it is because of the imperfections, because of the flaws. We say flaws. They're not flaws. They're just perfect. (laughs) You know, it's normal. And something as Mm. well that was said at the end of our uh, worthy circle was, you know, where are the role models? Where are the older role models that women in our 30s and 40s, where, where are we looking up to? You know, everybody's so busy on trying to stay younger and younger. And, you know, that's, um, mm. you know, I'm not judging people that are doing surgery and Botox and everything. I'm not judging. You do what you need to do. But because of this, there's like, there's no one for us to then look up to and go, this is who you're transforming into. And that is beautiful. You know, we're bombarded with messages of just like, you've got to stay young, 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 young. But actually there is so much beauty in the older woman, you know, the woman who is going through that menopausal, there is all this wisdom and we're not, we're not really getting it because everyone's trying to run away from it. <laughs> yeah. The crone. What I mean, She's not there anymore. Yeah. So let's bring her back. Mm. I want to be that crow. <laughs> Give me another 10 years. I'll be that crow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so true. And, and I think like you were saying before, like we have the power to um, choose kind of what we see and what gets brought into, brought to our attention. And we can't really change um, the other messages that are coming across, you know, like, Unfortunately, there there always are going to be those magazines that have um, that are shaming the celebrities and choosing who looks the best and who has the best beach body. Um, but and you know, um, saying to love your body in one sentence, but then you know the next article is about the latest diet so that you can have the finest. So all those contradictions that's always going to be there. So why don't we just change what we can see in front of us and yeah and try and keep our mind and attention focused on that instead yeah yes I so agree and I think also no- another thing that I wanted to to say is if you are struggling with you know postpartum body image as a woman as a mother like 
that's okay. Like don't feel like you can't share it. Don't feel like you should feel guilty about it. Don't feel like you need to hide the fact that you're struggling. Um, It is so normal and there are people that want to help and can help and you are going through such a big massive change, right? Like we all do and I just think if we don't talk about it, then Mm. it gets forgotten. Yeah, definitely. And there's so much to it as well. Like I feel like, you know, there's – there's like thinking about what your tummy might look like in a bikini, but there's also thinking about what your vulva now mm. looks like. There's, like, there's mm-hmm. so many different mm-hmm. parts to it that women would, you know, some women feel more ashamed of one part while, you know, someone else feels more self-conscious about the other and all of it's totally valid no matter what it is. Because like you were saying, Diana, yeah. like, Our bodies have gone through a huge change, like through pregnancy, through birth. And, and, you know, we can't expect them to look exactly the same. And unfortunately, there is like a lot of pressure because like you said, Annabelle, there's a lot of focus once you've had a baby on on what you look like. Mm. And it's, we can't really avoid it, but there's no shame in feeling that way. It's totally valid to be having those thoughts. But, yeah, what can we do about it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like I think always allow yourself the space to feel what you're feeling. Don't try and push it down like you shouldn't be feeling it ever, 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 you know. You have to feel it in order to bring it to the surface. Yeah, so, yeah, just going back to what you were saying about the, you know, we've all got these different parts of our bodies you know, for one woman, it could be their breasts, but for another, it could be their stomach. And it's just, I mean, yesterday I was talking to one of the women in our circle who was a stylist and she said to me, well, she said to the group, I hear it all. The women that come, oh, I don't like the wet on my shoes, on my feet look really fat in these shoes oh, you know, my bum looks really big in these skirts. And, you know, she she says that she looks at them and through her eyes, through her perspective, she's like, I just don't see it. But mm. they're obsessing over, you know, these, these different things that are obviously looking very different through their eyes. Perception is a massive thing, isn't it? Because mm. we, the way that I would see the two of you would be completely different to the way that you would see yourselves. It's just, yeah, it's just a completely different lens. Like everybody's walking around the world looking at the same world, but with a completely different lens because of the beliefs that they have been brought up with or the beliefs that they've been conditioned to, to have about everything. Mm-hmm. and I think mm-hmm. you know it's been said many times but we really are our own worst critic 100 percent, 100 percent. we're our own worst critic and I don't think that there is a woman who hand on heart has never criticized this themselves for whatever reason mm. <laughs> yeah it's crazy yeah yeah I guess the whole thing is, of course, we we may never see ourselves as perfect, mm. but where can we start to love ourselves anyway and embrace ourselves anyway yeah. and 
begin to find the beauty in the parts that we want to keep hidden you know and that's the point right like yes and I think you know one of one of the um the meditations the affirmations that I've recorded is about um body gratitude as well that's a Mm. massive thing because you know we can get really really obsessed about you know the specific parts of our body that we don't like but if we focus more and more and more on gratitude and you know really really being thankful for the different parts of our body and just when you that's another mindset shift you know if when you when you move into that state of gratitude of my gosh you know my legs have carried me for so many years you know and many are not so blessed many do not have the Mm. ability to move their legs and the same goes with you know, every other body part that you can think of. And, you know, if you have a body part that's working, we've got to give it some love. We've got to give it some appreciation because, you know, everything works better when it's appreciated. Everything looks better when it's appreciated. That's a big, big, big realization. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Think about your body growing another human and you can see that little human in front of you and your body did that. Yeah, and and you didn't have to think about it. You your body is just that amazing that it just does it automatically like magic. You yeah. know, that's the part that we really need to to focus on and just you know, showing gratitude for our body every single day and a good practice that I do in the shower every morning you know, is to just, as you're washing each body part, just saying thank you, you know, thank you, thank you, thank you for always, you know, (laughs) being there for me, thank you for working, thank you for functioning, thank you for everything that you do for for me, so I can function in the world the way I do. Mm. And then, you know, you completely shifted your, you completely shifted your state, and then you're walking around just in that really loving appreciation and compassionate energy as well it's like having having compassion for yourself because like everybody in our circle at the weekend said they would never ever talk to another woman the way that they talk to themselves Mm. yeah yeah exactly yeah that's so so true so true um Oh, wow. This has been such a beautiful conversation and I would really love for you to share where people can find you and kind of what you're doing and, yeah. Yeah. So I'm mainly on my uh, Instagram and Facebook at the moment. Um, So Diana Fisher, Body Positive Mama. Quite a long one. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you can find it. Fisher's got a funny spelling. It's F-I-S-C-H-E-R. Diana Fisher, Body Positive Mama, and I should pop up on there. I'm, you know, currently putting together the next circle that we're going to be doing, and each one's going to, it's kind of just forming, and it's having the, the, a different theme each time, but it's kind of going really deep and doing the inner work um, on the journey to, to self-love and, you know, coming back to that being really, really happy in your own skin and being appreciative of yourself. And I also work one-to-one as well with women doing private psych case sessions to completely transform the way that you look at yourself, the way you feel about yourself. And in, in all areas of life, really, um, 
focusing mainly on body image, but really in all areas of life. And um, yeah, you could just hit me up on Facebook if you want to, to know more about that. Yeah. Woo. Yes. Oh, also as well on YouTube, if you want to have a look at my meditations and affirmations that I was talking about, again, Diana Fisher, Body Positive Mama on YouTube. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me, girl. That was that was really nice. It set me up yeah. today. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, it was beautiful to talk to you about such an important important topic that um I think a lot of a lot of mums, a lot of women resonate with. So, yeah, I'm glad to be putting it out there. Mm, thank you. Mm, all right. Well, we'll talk soon. All right. Speak soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Hey Mama podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please share with friends and follow our social media pages to keep up to date with the latest episodes. We hope you're having a beautiful day, Mama.